Our last podcast is a short one, but an important one. We had just a few minutes and several of the students wanted to reflect on some of the things they've learned about writing this year. They each chose a short passage from their own writing that demonstrated the skill they wanted to talk about. We hope you will enjoy this short and sweet presentation and see it as um, helping them find the independence in their writing that we all want them to have. One day my mom and dad told, told us why we not you were not going to school the last day. I said, wait, wait, why are not we going to school? They said, because we're going on a trip to Myrtle Beach. And when I heard that, I thought it was the happiest thing of my life. So I started packing early, but my mom and dad told me no. So I had to wait until the school year was over. Okay, read the rest of it. How can you hook a reader? The reader is making them interested in your story. You can make longer stories to get them more interested in the story so they can read more and more of your story. I have details because I am telling what I'm doing in the story. I think that it is important to have a good hook and get the reader's interest in your story. And I think I did good with that. And here's my hook. When we first arrived at the Amish farm, I was worried that I would not be able to pick a puppy because they would be so cute. But when the man we were buying a puppy from let all the puppies out, I was not worried at all. Then my mom said that me and my brothers could hold the puppies. The first one I picked up was Daisy. After holding Daisy for like two seconds, the other puppies came over and started nibbling on me. It was so cute. But I didn't let Daisy out of my sight. After a while, I let Daisy on my lap to see if she wanted to go to Erica Lucas. But she just laid down. And then the puppies, the other puppies, started walking all over her. It was really funny. When she got up, all the puppies fell over and Daisy started nipping at them. I started laughing hysterically. I thought that Daisy would have gone to Eric or Lucas, but she didn't. I think that it was, I did good with my hook because it's always good to talk about puppies and to explain why you felt, why you felt the way you did. It was a chilly morning and I was finishing up eating breakfast. And that's when my dad got the sad call. My dog, Bear, he's not, he's not doing well. They think, they think he will not make it. My dad said, I got super sad and started to cry. I wish I would have paid more attention to him. I didn't know that it was going to happen so soon. I think I have a good lead because I was sad and the reader would want to know what happened to my dog there.
I chose endings because if you do not have a very good ending, people will not know what happened after the story ends. I also think it is important because endings can show some feelings that you felt during the battle to strengthen the writing and your ending so people will want to read it again with knowing where the feelings were and thinking about that and writing at the same time. This is my example. This is in Minecraft. I tried to run and be nice to them like the last battle, but the person had knockback and just kept hitting me. And whenever they hit me, it would push me away from them so I couldn't get a hit. And I sadly died as Acid Rain was starting. It all shows from the last battle what I said that some people will not be nice to you, and some will. I take that as a good job, good luck, have fun, and a nice job in PvP. I think mine is good because I kept the flow and explained what I was trying to do and how I did it. I also said what I thought about the player that killed me. Ending. The ending is important because it should tie up all the loose ends in your writing. Here is what you should make sure you have in your writing. You have to summarize it, explain the true meaning, explain who you are and a lesson that you may have learned, have a sense of closure, and stopping at a good place not in the middle of your writing. Here is my piece. I was so excited to finally get a puppy, but now I realize that dogs aren't always there just to play. They are also there for you, and you have to be there for them. I think I did well on this because it summarized the story, and I explained the true meaning, and I also showed a lesson that I may, that I learned. In my piece, I think I did best on, on my... or. On organization, here is an example of a part of my story experiences. We got back on the boat and snuggled in the towel. Still crying, I stuffed my face into the towel. Ella and I both calmed down and had one of my mom's cookies. I still felt really embarrassed. My dad stopped the boat so we could re relax. You probably think I'm warm, I said to Ella. No, I don't, Josie. I was just really scared. I just feel like I'm in a slight shock. We both laughed. I feel like here I did the best job because it flowed the best and it wasn't conf confusing. You should remember to have or try your best to have good organization because you really want the reader to understand. But make sure you like it too. I believe I did well in organization and endings throughout the year. I learned that if your writing is not organized, your writing will not have flow. And you want flow. I learned that flow helps everything go along nicely. Also, when you end your story, you want to have a sense of closure. And if you don't have a sense of closure, you don't enjoy the ending as much. I can never have learned this all without the best writing teacher ever. Here's an example of me using this in my own story when I moved from my old house. Then, when I was going to bed, I couldn't sleep because I felt like I didn't belong. And I still don't. And if, and if home is where your heart is, then I'll never go home again.
Elaboration is important because without it, people would never feel your feelings and they would never feel the depth in if there was no elaboration. Also, depth can make the, the reader of the story more interested because it could really it could be a really sad story. But the author could love it because of the death. Here's a part of my story that I feel has a lot of depth. I was asked by someone if I was okay because I looked all alone and they said to come and play with me, but really what happened was I just got left out and I did not even know what they were doing. As I was walking around, I saw everyone else playing and then there was me all alone with nothing to do and no one to play with. I feel like this had a lot of depth because it said about my feelings and how sad and upset I felt inside. I think I did a good job at giving a good description of what I saw and all my thoughts in the sitting of where I was and what I was doing. Here's my part. Even when I was playing basketball on my basketball hoop out back, I saw a bugle on the street having his cheeks puffed up like a balloon with acorns. And then bugle looked at me, then hurried over to the tree, buried the acorns and ran up the tree and started parkouring around the tree and having fun. I was shocked one day when he came close to about three feet away from me and then started to back up. So I came out and was trying to give him some bugles, but bugle was gone. I felt a little weirded out that bugle ran away after he smelled the bugles. And I just went back inside thinking everything was fine and he was just up in the tree sleeping. I think it is important to give good description and tell the setting of where you are at you are, or the readers will have no clue what you're talking about or won't know what, where you are at that moment. I think I did best on my elaboration, for example, new school. About two years later, my family moved to Pennsylvania, and that meant I had to leave all my friends behind in Maryland. And that meant I had to go to a new school. You remember when I said I was talking about Six Flags and Hershey Park? I said, and I said I was leaving an old friend behind after they got injured very badly. That's what I felt like. The thing is, I don't that I wasn't the person who loved making new friends or people or the people who just like to just move and make new friends and leave all of my old, old friends behind. Or it's just an outgoing person. That's my brother. I am the person who loves to be by myself and people who I knew for years and not strangers who I don't even know their names. I'm also the person who is more kept to themselves and more open to other people like my brother. I think I did well in that area because not only do you need elaboration, do you need elaboration, but it will make your writing not as dry as a rock, and it get and it gets the reader on the tip of their seats. Like when I was reading those parts, I was on the tip of my seats, wanting to know more, even though it was my own story. Office craft. craft. In my piece, I think I did well on the word choice I chose. In a writing piece, you need to have good word choices so that the reader can paint the picture of the story in their head. Something that I think helped paint the image in their mind is the kind of dialogue I added. For example, in my story, we heard noises coming from the basement, and the dialogue I added helped the reader understand and picture how we were feeling at the time. This is the part of my story I think did well. 
Bang, bang, bang. We stopped the video. We heard banging coming from the basement. Um, I said, what is that? Josie said worriedly. We waited around five minutes listening for another bang. There it was. We screamed when it happened. We were like, somebody going to die today. So we walked through the kitchen to go down to the basement to see what the noise was. And before we went down, Josie grabbed a knife. She started to do her weird hee-hee-hee laugh. And when she does that, you know something's about to happen. We heard... we. We were walking down the basement of the stairs, and for some reason, we didn't turn any lights on. Josie's still holding her knife. Becky, you go first. Josie said, what? I yelled, you're the one that has the knife. Author's craft. There are different types of author's craft. Dialogue is one of the most popular crafts that you could have. Dialogue happens when people are talking. You could also be able to create an image. When you create an image in the reader's mind, they would be able to better understand what you are saying. You could also show a theme or a lesson. When you do that, the reader will learn more about what you're writing. You could also build a mood. You could write in a way that keeps the readers interested. When you keep the readers interested, it makes them want to read longer and keep the, their attention span on your writing. Lastly, you could use different perspectives. When you have different perspective, perspective it makes the writing different. The writing different. You could also have different perspective, perspectives from the characters or have first, second, or third person when you write. My writing piece would be example of theme. I would miss the lobby and the main stairs I used to get to my classroom. I would miss the ca cafeteria where I could eat lunch and be with some of my friends. I would miss the smiles on the teachers' faces when they see all the students walk through the door. I would miss the fourth grade because we would never be able to actually finish it in the classroom. I think I did a good job at making you feel like you were there. For example, when I snuck up behind the enemy team in Airsoft by saying, boom, boom, pow, pow, and the enemy screaming, hit, as we lit the enemy team up. One lesson that really helped me was the lesson on being your own writing teacher. When I was first writing my memoir, I decided to try to use paper, the tutoring service. It helped me a lot, but I started to realize that I felt like the writing was more theirs than mine. I wanted the piece to be all of my editing. Soon after, my writing teacher, Miss Smith, told us that we can not use paper in class because we should be writing our own pieces. I liked paper, but I needed to start doing more work. The next week, we got a lesson from our teacher about being your own writing te teacher. This completely opened my eyes, and I realized what I had to do. I stopped using paper and read my essay over many times. I found my mistakes, noticed things I did well, and connected to myself. Also, when I was reading, I tried to think in the mind of my writing teacher. I remember things she checked when we had conferences and her expectations. I even looked at a checklist in a rubric and looked at my writing more. It was almost as if I was reading my memoir and having opinions. So I added more to the end of my memoir about my inner thoughts about my piece and a little background information that I noticed I was missing. I even added author's crap, like statistics. Here's a bit that I thought I did good with and added my inner thoughts. Although I am optimistic for the future, having to do with COVID-19, it is hard to be. So many things going on that are troubling the world, and on top of all, we have to wear a mask for our protection. It's hard to be as social with the mask, but I think that as long as we hope for the best, we will feel okay. And I hope things that get better for all of us, because I know that some people have actually lost family to COVID. In Pennsylvania, there has been 25,886 deaths 
from the coronavirus. My family was lucky enough to stay safe during all, all, all of the chaos. Because as you can see by that number, some people didn't stay safe. One more thing, you probably understand what I mean by the title, but what I mean is that the past has caught up the future is things happened a while ago. COVID-19 are still going to, on today. As you can see, I benefited from the lesson about being your own writing teacher a lot. Thank you so much for following the tales of young lions. The students in our classes have learned so much by doing this podcast and they appreciate their audience very much.